This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.ubs.com for further information about UBS. Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning into UBS Global Research Pod Hub, a channel that shares insights from economists, strategists, and equity analysts on the pivotal questions and events shaping today's markets. My name is Philip Finch, Head of Emerging Markets Equity Strategy at UBS Research. And in this episode, we're going to take a high-level look at emerging markets investing. I'm joined by Manik Narain, Head of Emerging Markets Cross-Asset Class Strategy at UBS Research. So let me now turn over to Manik to start our discussion. Hi, Phil. Let's start uh, with the top-down approach that you use when looking at EM equities. What factors do you think investors should consider? What are the key variables? My preferred framework comprises three components, macro, earnings, and valuation. The macro outlook is an important starting point, as this can drive both the fundamentals of market as well as risk appetite among investors, the latter being a key part of the valuation component. Macro variables are broad-based and can range from, say, GDP growth estimates, inflation, interest rate expectations, and the currency outlook to broader measures of economic health, such as current account and fiscal positions. Politics also comes under our macro analysis, so elections, a change of government, and all policy developments, such as higher taxes or new regulations, are all important macro considerations. And obviously, the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic has also played a pivotal macro role in driving markets over the past 18 months or so. So a favorable macro scenario for investing in EM equities would be, for example, where there is a positive GDP growth momentum, stable improving currencies, low and stable inflation with limited government interference, and vice versa with uncertainty typically regarded as negative for markets. So moving to the second component, earnings, why uh, should one look at this? Uh, Could you elaborate on its importance? Yeah, sure, Manik. Um, Macro factors provide an important macro backdrop for the underlying fundamentals of listed companies. Uh, There are various ways to look at fundamentals, whether it's sales growth, margin trends, the CapEx outlook, etc. For me, one of the key drivers for share prices is earnings. Specifically, we look look to uh, earnings revisions uh, with upgrades to earnings estimates typically supportive of higher share prices. One simple way to monitor this is to look at consensus 12-month forward earnings estimates and see how these have changed over, say, a three-month period, a method that we refer to as earnings momentum. For EM equities, the relationship between the performance of share prices and earnings momentum is quite high. In the past 10 years, there's been a 61% correlation between these two variables, and since the start of 2020, this correlation has risen to 85%. In other words, If earnings momentum is positive and accelerating, this bodes well for share share prices to go higher, while an earnings momentum that's in decline and or negative suggests there's probably downside risk. Thanks, Phil. So moving to your third parameter, valuations, what role exactly does this play? I view valuations as probably the least important of the three variables. Just because the market may be cheap doesn't necessarily mean it will go up. 
nevertheless, it, it is useful as it provides a benchmark to see what's being priced in. The most popular valuation methodology is the price-to-earnings ratio, or the PE, as we typically abbreviate it to. It is useful to, um, in that um, you can see how current PE levels compare, say, to the 10-year average or to other markets or other stocks. Another impo important consideration when looking at valuations is the cost of equity for a particular stock or market whereby a high cost of equity would lessen the valuation upside potential. So rising 10-year bond yields you know, uh, typically suggests that cost of equity is going up. So this is how the macro component can link up with the valuation component. So Phil, now that we've discussed the top-down framework for looking at EM equities, let's broaden the discussion. And can you tell us a bit about uh, some of the key investment issues that EM equities are currently facing? Yeah, sure, Manik. Um, I would say that prospects for U.S. tapering and how this could impact EM equities are now getting more investor attention. In our view, a repeat of the taper tantrum of 2013 is unlikely, as broadly speaking, EM is in a healthier position today, with, for example, stronger current account positions, while falling U.S. 10-year bond yields in recent months indicates risk appetite is holding up, unlike in 2013. That said, the reining in of excess liquidity by the Federal Reserve, alongside credit tightening in China, uh, will likely make gains for EM equities harder to come by. Um, another investment theme um, is the impact of Delta variant, uh, whereby the latest COVID waves have been weighing on demand recovery with weaker-than-expected re recovering consumption in China. Now, despite improving mobility trends in India, Eastern Europe, and Latin America with vaccination deployment, uh, earnings momentum across EM is fading, with the three-month change in consensus 12-month forward earnings estimates falling to 2.9% from a peak of 7.3% in mid-May this year. Um, also, regulatory uncertainty in China has weighed on markets. Uh, what started as regulatory concerns over antitrust practices by Internet companies has developed into a data security overhaul and broadened out as a reining in of excess capitalism with the return to common prosperity. Heightened regulatory uncertainties have undermined risk appetite and weighed on profits with earnings momentum in China in negative territory since mid-February this year. Thanks, Phil. That was very clear. That concludes our podcast discussion. Thank you very much for visiting the UBS Research Pod Hub. That was an introduction and overview of emerging market equity investing by Philip Finch, head of EM Equity Strategy, and myself, Manik Narayan, head of EM Cross Asset Strategy at UBS. Tune in again for further investment insights. This content has been prepared by UBS AG, its subsidiaries, and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content. It has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory, or tax purpose. 
This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2021. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.